This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Glass Heart String Choir. I'm going to keep saying that because that's an amazing name. I'm going to talk to you about it right now. It makes you Previous names of thoughts, which as we say, we realized we had to spell it often because people weren't sure what we were saying. We realized the name didn't really tell you anything about who we were and what to expect from hearing us. I believe someone described it as a nothing burger of a name. That's really where the String Choir comes from in really wanting to have something that buoys the emotion and the story that is being told in the lyrics. Usually when we ask people about, oh, we just made it up over a beer. <laughs> or right, I saw a spider in a bucket. Yeah, yeah, that was, we got that one. Yeah, yeah. Now, just, just as we wrap up, we just mentioned that Kate has now got a harp blister. She's telling us our harp is more rock and roll than people yep. suspect. And we need to clean some blood off the floor. Yeah, blood on the carpet. Expanding horizons. Good afternoon and welcome to Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. And we're back in the studio with Stu and Cole. And I'm Cole. How are you going, Stu? I'm good, Cole. How are you? Excellent. excellent. Recovered from last week? Well... <laughs> Prophetied me out, I'm telling mm. you. Mm. I must be getting old. I think I'm a bit of a... Yeah, you are. You are. Oh, I am, that's yeah, right. Yeah. It, no, but I really enjoy oh, it. Oh, how much fun did we have? Two hours at Cultures Galore. Yeah, lots of yeah. interesting people. Yeah, it's good. Tasty food. Yeah, I um, I bought a chicken wrap from there and also a couple of cinnamon buns. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah it was on good. my way out. Yeah. I made sure I left before the crowd left, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people there. It was oh, proper packed, thousands wasn't of it? people. But it was good fun. And if you want to listen to that show or any of our other shows, you can get along to um, Expanding Horizons on Plains FM and look us up, download us, Mm -hmm. and also on Spotify and a a variety of other places. Yeah, and you can get the full two hours of that Culture Galore show as well. Yeah. It's it's all there. I had a listen. Did you have a listen? I did have a listen. I Mm. was in the garden. I was enjoying it. Yeah, (laughs) and um, well, I was enjoying being in the garden, enjoy listening to us on there. Interesting people, right? Yeah. And I was just going to say to you, well, I had interesting people last week. We've got interesting people this week. (laughs) Because we've got Tim and Bex from Teal Sky, and they're in the studio, and they're going to talk to us all about a whole range of things. We've already been talking about a range of things. We have. So, uh, yeah. So, hello, you folks. How are you going? Hi, how are you going? Good, good, (laughs) good, good. Yeah, no, it's excellent. And, um, not that um, Bex is going to critique no, our radio. I was, just, I, I was just going to say we're a bit nervous, aren't we? We are a bit nervous <laughs> now we're under the microscope. That's no. We've got a radio celebrity in the studio. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so that was great. So we're going to talk to Teal Sky. Mm. We're going to talk to you guys all Which about music and a range of other things, wherever the story may take us, right? Oh, amazing. And yeah. um, that'll be good. Should we get a song underway? Should yeah, we? yeah, we should. Right. So I... Th- you know, our number one fan, Hannah, she sent in a, a track for today. So oh. you're going to play that? I will. Well, you cut the other one first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't cut the other one first, did he? Right now on Expanding Horizons 96.9. And this is going to be... Well, we'll just play it, and then you can work it out. Oh, oh, oh. 
waters in the rocky waters Out away your sons and daughters Eat you alive Levels Better put your head on swivels Dancing with the very devil Butter tonight doing it live 96.9 fm that's right you are back on expanding horizons on planes fm 96.9 with cole and stew and that was imagine dragons with their track sharks which yeah that was, was from hannah's playlist right? from hannah's playlist yeah. all right stew i'm gonna do this hey yeah hey yeah friends and romans countrymen hey yeah hey yeah punks and skins and journeymen Time is here. It is, but just before we get on to our guest, I yeah. think Frank Turner's got a new track out. Oh, because I've got a new album out, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, so I think there's a couple of singles he's had off there. Ooh, we'll have to uh, have a little indulge and play some of those mm. in the future. I think the album's called Unbroken, isn't it? Yeah, is it a return to his angsty past? Or? I think it is. I think, what do you think? 
I looked at the cover and went, that looks mm. a bit angsty. Mm. I'm going to ask you now, Tim and Bex, this is your first question. Uh, Frank go. Turner fans, yes, no, don't know him. Um, unsure, really, who he is. No, oh, they'd be okay. like, yeah, I've heard the name, but no, yeah, no, I don't, I'm sorry. Okay. Bex? I've heard the name, but I am in the same boat as Tim. Oh, I, right. don't, I don't know him personally. I'm oh, really right. sorry. But please, tell us. All oh, right. Well, so we're, us some we're, big, we're, we're big fans of, of Frank Turner. Awesome. Yeah. And... Um, I mean, he never comes to Christchurch as much as we ask him. But last year he did come when he played with... He was the support act for Ooh. Counting Crows. Oh, my oh really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. But he's he is a man within his in his own right. I think 11 studio albums. Am I correct, Stu? I think it is. I think, I think 11 right. studio albums. You've got to give him credit. And a big, like, tours continually. I think he's done, like... I don't know, like... It was a couple of years ago he passed 1,000 gigs. Wow. On his own, you know, just the, the Frank Turner and the Sleeping Soul. Yeah, I think he's up to like two and a half easy. Yeah, maybe because we saw him. On three. We saw him, didn't we, Stuart? Um, a couple of years ago, up there in Wellington, mm. he was really sick, had a terribly sore throat, oh, no. and he'd already done the matinee show in the afternoon. Oh my god! And then he came out and did the full show with us. Yeah, you know, and he was just great. You know, he's just a really good man. I've got other stories to tell you, but <laughs> we're all about you he's two today. Yeah. So, Teal Sky. So. Tell us, how long have you guys been together as an artist or group or um, band? Or? Well, that, that starts with Bex's journey, really. It oh. was, yeah, yeah, I'll let her take the raise. I, I always forget. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like, it's just a bit of a funny chat. I just literally one day was like, cool, I'm going to literally just make a a rock persona because I really want to do that. That's something I'm just very passionate about. I think it's just beautiful to just like have a safe place to just have all these thoughts and feelings, all these emotions, just like a really safe space to just be like, hey, this is me in my like purest form, like without being like, hello. Um, Unfettered. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And so that was really cool. And like, um, so then I like made that song Parasite that's on Spotify. Ah, yeah. on the good old Ableton jazz and it's really bad so please don't please, please. <laughs> it's really bad and people hear it and they're like oh my gosh is that the band I'm like no 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 we got so good because the thing that was awesome was yeah I did that and then I met Tim and just like oh my gosh thank the heavens that I met Tim because he's just the most amazing person and like I think for me he's not blushing at all he's very humble very humble behind that beard it's red (laughs) but it's true because I think it's it's really funny because obviously I wasn't like cemented at all really solo it was just kind of like I just had one gig offer and did that one song and then yeah Tim just came in and we just literally connected on like a another level musically and I was just like wow I really feel safe giving you these really like you know my lyrics you know like that's mm-hmm. really like mm-hmm. intense you know it's like I don't want to give that to everybody you know I don't want to just give it around so um it was really cool and then we kind of cemented like ourselves and we're like cool like what are we going to do like what are, like what's our sound like what are we going to do and then he just brought in this beautiful like funk flavor like mm. all of these other different what do I always call it? like melancholic kind of mm. just it's just another beautiful way to interpret you know your own feelings and someone else's like inspirations and influences and then now we've got oh my gosh Arnand and Elliot and it's just like mm. whoa yeah. <laughs> Tim, Tim it must be a real skill to take someone else's you know lyrics and ideas and add, you know, I'm not saying add on top of them, but, you know, like interpret them in a way that the, the person went, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, and doesn't go, oh, you don't get that at all. Absolutely. Um, I, I guess that, uh, thank you, um, I guess that skill, that trait, aside from doing it for a, a long time, it comes from, with another person, it comes from 
being vulnerable mm-hmm. and it comes from being open with that person and actually being comfortable in that um, I, I, I was saying to the band quite recently like um, we just popped the question how many bands have we all been in and you know I've been in I've been in five over the course of my life like proper proper bands and it's amazing you know like you can have intense chemistry and then vibes shift or people change or something goes on in the moment that vulnerability or that that, that comfortability around someone um, when it comes to writing music once some of that slips away and disappears from from chemistry between musicians that's when that that writer's block sort of occurs so i'm lucky i'm fortunate that bex and i just off the cuff had that connection elliot Elliot and and, and that we managed to pull those songs together and get to that gig she spoke about um but elliot and i were good friends and band members prior to playing in teal sky and arnand runs an open mic night um at boo radley's in town each wednesday um does an incredible incredible job and boo radley's is an amazing venue um and love spending time there and i got to know him through that so we all got together and then we all like we all know each other so now when it comes to writing we we are vulnerable we are open there are no mistakes you know um and it makes the songwriting process so much easier so it's interesting when you were just saying about that you know like the vulnerability within Mm. And, and how um, dynamics can change. You always think that, you know, about quite successful artists yeah. and who spend a lot of time together and then they kind of disintegrate and you think, how can this happen? But, mm. of course, like it does, doesn't it? You mm. know, you, you think of bands like, I guess, like big bands like The Who or The, the Stones who? or something yeah. like that. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac, yeah. One way to air it out. <laughs> I was just, yeah. just going to say, and I mean, <laughs> then you add relationships in there as well and that, and that really mm. kind of exemplifies it, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, ex- you know makes it even worse is what I was trying to say yeah. so, it can. now I was going to say to you right because you were just talking about the vulnerability and I'm really keen to just ask another question around mm-hmm. that you know we were talking just off air before the show started about the, the gig at the, um, the dark room mm-hmm. which is a really intensely uh, <laughs> personal show right because yeah, it's very intimate it is intimate right because they're standing on stage lot, with you right? and lots of interesting corners yeah, yeah that's right yeah. and I was going to ask you then you know and, and we, we ask people this quite often is you know when you're standing on stage and you're singing a song that you've written about something and then yeah. people are right like in front of you mm. you're vulnerable because mm. that's your emotions and that's you out there in words isn't it and then other mm. people are like yeah. And I was going to say, how does it feel when people, you're looking at them and they're going, yeah, mm. well, I, I would, get this, mm. well, this is me. Absolutely. Definitely. I mean, I, I definitely think Flown Away, whenever we perform that at the dark room, um, I don't. I always say to Tim, like, Tim will sometimes be like, oh, I hate that solo when he hears it, but, like, every time I'm in my car and I hear that, because that came from, like, a really, just because I just lyrically wrote that one, um, that, that was all I did. Um, and Tim, I just brought these really just, like, it was just me being like, oh my gosh, this is how I'm feeling about the past year. And then Tim was like, hold on, brings his guitar out and it's like, let me let me absorb that, let me feel that and like take that energy. And then that solo, every single time I hear it, I get, I'm getting goosebumps like talking about it. it. It's so beautifully, like it trans, for me, I might sound delusional, but it genuinely feels like we transcend reality. And so whenever we do Flown Away, especially when we do it at intimate places like the dark room, we do, I will get there and I'm Tim, he'll start introducing it, that beautiful starting line and everyone can hear it. And then it's almost like we can feel the energy shift and I'm like, come closer, like come in, like absorb what we're trying to give you. And like Tim will do that, you know, like, cause sometimes you like, what I love is like when different artists are like, I don't know, different guitarists, they all have different, like, positions and presences and, like, everything like that. And so I think, I don't know, it's just a really beautiful dynamic being able to, like, like you say, capture them within that, like, first, like, 20 seconds and then they just hold on. 
and then you've just got them and you're just holding this energy together and it's like whoa this is like more than this room but mm. like what can we call it and then you know the song ends and then it's like the energy dissipates and then we bring it into another song and then we're all just like connecting and it's just like whoa how did we do that like I was going to ask you um, because that I mean that's a skill in itself right you know that stagecraft and that's mm. not you don't get that off the cuff it's just standing first time do you mm. you have to have something between yourselves don't you as 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 band members but also um, something between your audience don't you to be able to definitely create such things you know definitely and there's something i feel we really we really hone in on um our our, our rehearsals are song practice but also then understanding what bands are playing before or after us um what what's our audience who are we play to what what's the vibe of the night and then we'll then arrange how we move in between songs accordingly um our sort of theatrics of the night what we want to touch on and if there's anything special that we just really want to hone in on because our set list as much as like you know we haven't written our extensive you know four albums and we don't have hundreds of songs <laughs> to pick from um we still pick our covers and our originals quite seriously and we take that even though we're all dying to play one song we really try and um hone in on what what suits the audience and what's around us so we're quite malleable in that respect as well later so. on in this um, interview we're going to ask you about some of your uh, inspirations yeah. so uh, when you talk about covers that was like oh I can talk about that yeah, later I was going to ask you I was going to ask you though um, when you were saying about that whole energy you know like in the audience getting into it have you mm. have you been to a gig where you like you've been the in the audience and seen someone else and you've gone Poof. That's getting to me straight away. Can I can I can I answer go this? Ham, can I answer this? Um, yeah, go, do okay. it, Tim. There is a band. Um, uh, uh, every time I speak about them, uh, I have to say I'm not biased. Um, so Arnand, our bassist, his band before he even considered being in Teal Sky, we um, we're, we are we're just in awe of his band, St Peter's mm. Thursday. Um, they were I outwardly say I outwardly say this, but they were um, um, and I mean this no offence. They were the first Christchurch band I ever heard that actually made me sit there and go, holy, yeah. Yeah, um, and I heard him scream. I heard the band's cohesion. I heard their sound. They've been together for like eleven years. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So they had their their, their sound down. And um, they, I saw them live, and they made me cry. He played yeah. one song, and I just heard the pain in his voice. And my whole, yep. I, I, I last last gig I got that at where I wasn't burst into tears was the was Pearl Jam in the states, mm-hmm. and that was a year and a half ago. Gosh, you know what I mean. So I haven't had a gig like that that actually touched me that deeply, and that was cool. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And there are also so many other amazing Christchurch bands I found since, but that was one that stood out to me. Yeah. Hey, you going? To see Pearl Jam when they come yep. to yep. Yep. I'm and so jealous the Pixies are opening for them and the Pixies oh, are no way yeah. <laughs> oh really so what, yeah. what was the track that made you emotional or was it a few uh, was it black uh, it was no black. they didn't play black, they and, didn't they, play black. and they snuff yellow they're better off the uh, wow. off the off it as well they play purple rain uh, it was Elderly Woman by the uh, counter yeah, yeah, yeah. that's nice. a nostalgic childhood song for yep. me uh, they opened the set up acoustically they played five acoustic songs um, and it, I just didn't know what to expect the whole night um, <laughs> and they, they opened it up and the visuals were fantastic and, That's cool. Uh, just it was a track that I did not think that I didn't see yeah. on any of their past set lists, and then saw them play that, and I was just mm. like, it cut deep. It's like a childhood song for me. Yeah, yeah, used to yeah. Play it, so yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah nice. What about you, Bex? Oh, I am. Um, I'm so. Oh gosh, I am so passionate about so many people within Christchurch and so many bands. But I would say for me, the I I don't. Do you know Mim Jensen? 
I, oh, well, oh. we know because yeah. someone, who was it recently that came on? Who's, oh, we've had a few yeah. come on. Who've mentioned Mim Jemson. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I sat there and it was like last year, I think, and I just went into, I can't even remember what gig it was, and sh- I have never, like for me, I love when dudes and everything, like, yeah, duh, 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 duh. but when a woman is just like, here's my pain girl. I'm like, whoa. And I just stood there. I cry. I was just looking at her and she wasn't even in this world. None of mm. us mattered. Like, we did matter, but mm. she was just like singing and she's got the song called People, People Pleaser and I literally oh. DM'd her and just messaged her and said, listen, I've listened to this over a hundred times. I've cried to this more than 20 <laughs> times. You are just what are you doing in Christchurch? <laughs> like, yeah, not in the yeah, sense of, yeah, yeah like, right. she's just, not in the sense of Christchurch is amazing, it's just, that, she's just, like, same with St. Mm. Peter's, it's just such a mm. beautiful, like, when you have that, it's like, gosh, I wish I could. Yeah. Probably, probably. Hey, um, <laughs> did we try and get Mim Jensen on? Yeah, I've contacted, yeah, but Do she's it. overseas touring. That's right. And that's why. <laughs> yes. But I'm, I'll be back onto it, I'll be back onto mm. it, yeah. yeah. Hey, um, should we play a track? Yeah, so I know one? you've got a new single, but you were mm-hmm. talking about um, Flown Away just before. Yeah. You? So let's, should we play Flown Away? Let's do Flown Away. Oh my yep. gosh, I haven't listened to this in ages. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> this might be coming. Let's try this. Let's see, try this one instead. I don't know why it does that. That was my really bad Ableton mix of Parasite. <laughs> ah, yeah. Wait, bring it back. We're playing something. Bring it back. Bring it back. Loki hits. No. <laughs> Just, well, we're trying to get there. Let's just go. Let's go here and do it this way. Because it's time. Kind like of he's not, working his magic. And it's kind of not happy. really not. Well, they're doing it live anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. So I was gonna then while Stu's just working that. So this is just going to come in randomly at some point. So I was going to say then when you talked about covers before. What's, mm. What kind of covers are you doing? We, are, you, are you thinking, like, what? Uh, obviously, from what you've said, Tim, I'm, I'm thinking you're, like, analysing, you know, who's the band that you're playing with or whatever, and then you go, yeah. oh, we'll mix that to the crowd. But is there something you're like, we always want to play this one? <laughs> yeah, um, and those <laughs> those covers are definitely on the rotation. Um, mm. Yeah, so we've... Um, the the boys play also playing a really 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 good covers band, um, and they had a few songs that they're like, hey, we don't really we kind of want to jam these with us, but it kind of doesn't really suit, and mm. we happen to have a wonderful female vocalist, so we can do, <laughs> you know, we can do like Katy Perry and Beyonce oh, and really nice. sort of think outside the box. So um, we, we can and we smash it. Um, so we are uh, we're one of a big one that's a crowd favorite at the moment. It's Crazy in Love. Mm-hmm. Um, we do like sort of a rock version of that and that's I mean Bex does the rap the Jay-Z rap as well mm-hmm. you know and like um, <laughs> uh, honestly it, 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 it slaps it's awesome um, and suck my kiss and suck my kiss oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, oh, a, I'm a huge I'm a huge well. Chili's fan that's my bread and butter um, so that's sort of one that Selfishly, I just said I wanted. I just want to play this. It explodes, though. We did and it at Loons, and Tim, you started playing it, and everyone just, it's just everyone was into it. Everyone was yeah, into it, which yeah. was cool. Um, and then, um, yeah, a lot of Black Eyed Peas covers as well. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. like it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Didn't expect it, but here we yeah, go. No, this is great, and, right? Yeah, so we're trying to throw it back, and it's yeah. so easy for bands to play like you know not digging on anyone who does, but like so out, go out and play the very predictable covers like yeah. Six on Fire or. Wagon wheel, you know, like yeah, ones yeah. that are just so cliche to cover. You know what I mean? So we're really trying to bring it back with throwbacks or ones that we enjoy playing mm. um, because we all have an influence that the the songs aren't just how they are on the record. We have our influence um, yeah. that sort of peppers on top. So you know, um, 
I was just going to say about, you know, covers. And the second time I saw Billy Bragg, right, it was quite interesting. <laughs> what? Nothing. It, is back, it, is, it, is, it, was, it wouldn't be an Expanding Horizons show without a Billy Bragg story. No, I wouldn't. Oh, okay. so I'm talking about probably, I don't know, 87, 88, anyway. Um, and he starts going on about, you know, the greatest folk band in England. Ooh. And people are like, okay. He goes, it's the Smiths. The and people went, what are you talking about? And then he did There Is A Light That Never Goes Out. No yeah. way. Did he yeah. do a folk rendition? Yeah, he, Billy Bragg, he was great, right? Just him I'm and his guitar. Smiths fan. Yeah, I'm I know, right? How good is it? That's awesome. And if you've never seen, oh, you probably have, Stace, um, what's it, Gavin and Stacey? Gavin and Stacey, yeah. yeah it's when they're, they're at the barbecue and what's his name's doing There Is A Light and they're singing it in the in the back garden at the barbecue. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just excellent. So oh, cool. um, there you go. I was really. like 16 bumping still ill in like my dad's car, like, am I still ill? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I was, that was like one of the... I, I didn't expect that cover, yeah, you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. That's that was, awesome. That was the bomb. So, Stu, are we, are we musically <laughs> getting along or...? Um, fingers crossed the fingers computer's crossed. not going to let me down again. All right, give it a go. We'll give it a go. So this is flown away from Till Sky, right? Yeah. <laughs> Your mother, it keeps me up at night. 
It's interviews, it's live music, it's commentary on pop culture, it's grown men getting upset about nothing, <laughs> it's serious, it's fun, it's an eclectic mix, it's getting up, getting down and getting outside and you can do it with Stu and Cole on Expanding Horizons, live every Saturday at 3 and repeated at 9pm on Thursday nights, right here on a Ototahi Zone, right. Plains FM 96.9, Expanding Horizons, Cole, Oh, I can't hear anything. Can <laughs> I'm looking at you. Okay. You're looking at me. You said to me, are you going to back announce this? And oh, I said, yep. And then you in. started doing it. I jumped in. Sorry. That's right. I know you can't hear anything. No, I can't see anything. I'm just old. Yeah. Anyway, you're going to back We don't usually bicker like this. One. I'm kind of here for it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the type of communication we get. That was our self-indulgent trailer. But before that, it was flying away from Teal Sky, which was cool. Because yeah, we've got Tim and Bex yep. in the studio today talking about... I was, I was just going to say, I'm really keen on knowing... Bex, how did you first get into singing? Do you, are you an instrumentalist otherwise than a vocalist? Um, or how did you realise that your voice was your strength? Um, Do I, <laughs> pressure's on. It better be funny. It better be funny. No, so I, um, when I was five, like, or like year zero, whatever you call it, um, I went to like very, like I've gone through like all super Catholic schools. So I was like five. And my parents are like, yep, year zero. We love this one. Cool. This is the fourth one. Rebecca. I was apparently so, like so loud and just like <laughs> they were like we're pushing her up a year not because she's smart not because she's anything because she's so like intense she's gonna make the other kids go quiet like because she's too loud they pushed me up a year and it made me twice as loud and then <laughs> I was like getting like in the little school productions I was like being the little like angel and being like Jesus was born and like so I always had this like fun I don't know acting side but then when I was twelve I got like the lead role oh god <laughs> in primary school and then my mum. As soon as I got off the stage, I went, never pursue a singing career. <laughs> um, like, you're not good at that, but do acting. And so then, out of spite, I went, mm, I want to do singing now. I don't want to do acting. Like, I don't want to be an actor. And so then, yeah, I just literally, I've never had singing lessons. I don't know. I just literally was just like, let's do two. Just, <laughs> just, just came to you. And then just, that. yeah, came. I mean, I used to, like, at um, Horse and Jockey, like, the year before Teal Sky became a thing, I used to just sit there sometimes on Sundays for like two hours doing like Amy Winehouse covers. Um, but that wasn't really anything. I don't know. I was just there and like massive love to Horse and Jockey for that. They were really cool. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was just all I've done. So I don't know. I've um, just kind of, yeah, self taught. I don't know. And then just getting a lot of guidance from Tim and stuff, I yeah. guess. Like so, what about you, Tim? <laughs> so, you're the guitarist. Oh, this, and is, you obviously this is so got... embarrassing. <laughs> He's going to reply. Oh, and obviously, yeah. have you been formally trained, or did you teach yourself? Or um, what's the story? Yeah, no. Nah, so I, um, yeah, I, I picked up guitar when I was. I got my first guitar for Christmas when I was five. Um, I mum told me you can learn any instrument you want, any instrument ever. And I said, "Cool, I want to learn drums because drums was what I was first gravitated to." And she said, "No," um, <laughs> and she said, "We're going to get you something quieter." Because um, I was a ruckus kid. I was this. I was actually this big when I was three. Yeah, um, right. you know, so, um, so well, just so you know, we've had to leave the door open yeah, so that Tim could get in the room. Had to get helicoptered in, crane, crane lifted in. Um, but yeah, so anyway, um, I got a guitar and I'm like, "Oh, awesome!" So I started shoving around on it, and that was cool. Um, and then I got my first lesson when I was six, six and a half-ish, um, and I got lessons up until I was 12, um, and then my tutor sort of taught me everything he had to had to teach. Um, I was going and he taught me a lot of Cat Stevens and, you know, a lot of old, like, older generation guitarists, and I was going and 
a direction more suited to my influences at the time, which was just like a lot of rock and a lot of punk rock and stuff like that. Um, and um, we just sort of went two separate ways. So um, I stopped getting lessons at 12, and then instead of pursuing, um, like instead of pursuing more guitar lessons, which I, in hindsight I really should have done, I just decided to grab every song I could find and work it out by ear. So from 12 to now, I've just pretty much done everything, and obviously reading tabs and stuff, but I've just tried to orally teach myself, um, and then um, from there, just tried to find my way through there, um, but yeah. So what were those influences that you, you know you mentioned? I'm coming on to you, Bex, in a minute, so you guys start thinking <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. What are those influences, you uh, know, when you were younger? Those a- a- Absolutely. Um, Dad gave me a hard drive of songs when I was younger. I was five or six, and he had a computer, which was the coolest thing ever, mm-hmm. um, and it was just 10,000 songs all in a row. So I started with A, and the first one was ACDC for me. <laughs> yeah. um, and then a lot of Alanis Morissette, which as well. Um, like early days, Alanis, which was awesome. Um, Black Crows, uh, Counting Crows as well. We are talking about that earlier. We're going in alphabetical order as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, no, I'm just scrolling. I can remember I'm scrolling through it in my, in my thing. Um, and we get to Z, it was Warren Zevon, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and yeah, all the old school bands, Eagles. Um, Eagles are huge. Yeah, yeah, I was... I was a huge fan. I, once I figured out they had um, yeah, a few guitars in there as well, I was just like, I need to learn all their guitar parts. Um, a huge Joe Walsh fan. Um, and yeah, and a lot of just early days, the commitments, um, you know, not much. How good was that? Yeah, awesome. The commitments was great. Yeah, right? yeah the commitments is awesome. Um, and then a lot of rock bands like Green Day and, um, you know, Blink-182, Guns N' Roses, mm-hmm. um, all of that. So I kind of had that to shape my influence. Um, and then that sort of evolved and I was just like I'm going to learn all of this on guitar as much as I can so that's sort of what gave me the fundamentals for what now comes out of me naturally now yeah. um, and it's yeah it's real cool Sure. So sick. He's what so sick. What about you, Bex? <laughs> what were your kind of influences? Obviously, Fleetwood Mac. After you mentioned them yeah, earlier, I'm no, just guessing. major. Um, no, it's really funny. Like the slogan I used to say to people when they were like, "Oh, you're in a band with like your homies." I used to be like, "Imagine if Courtney Love, without the heroine, uh, you <laughs> was front woman, and you know, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like it's that ah. kind of vibe." Um, no, for me, it's like a funny one, I guess, because like. When I was younger, like, definitely, like, obviously Paramore, Fleetwood Mac, Amy Winehouse, just, like, anything, just, like, mm-hmm. super emotional. I was right up in there. Um, but, yeah, I don't know really what... Ha- I, I don't know. I went to Villa, like, slash... I don't know, that like, 13 to 15. It was just when... I don't know, something about Courtney Love. I just... I always say it. I, her as a person, I know, very controversial and, like, don't agree with any of that stuff. But um, I just think... Fuck, that was sick. It was the 90s and she said, I'm going to get on that stage and I'm just going to scream in everyone's face. I'm just going to get up there and be myself. And they looked mm. at her and they went, what? Because that was before Nirvana. Like, Hole was before Nirvana. And so, you know, you know, she's up there with all these other chicks and they were just thrashing it. And, you know, like all those old school, just like all the old school chicks just going ham. But... I don't know for me, for me like the you main were a right ones. girl, weren't you? Yeah, re- pretty mm-hmm. definite right girl. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I guess. <laughs> I guess I don't know. It's just definite. It's just like super aggressive woman in a way, but then also those beautiful, obviously like the legends like he's talking about. But then quite a lot of rap mm-hmm. as well, which is really re- weird. But then I think is starting to make sense now. But I never made the like. I never made the pinpoints because when I was younger, I listened to quite a lot of rap and I would always be like, like sitting along to my little radio. Um, it was actually my sister's, but. <laughs> and then now that we're doing like rap renditions, I'm like, why does this feel like 
fun. And then I'm like, oh, it's like I'm like eight again in the mirror. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> Into the hairbrush. <laughs> yeah, Natural. Gwen Stefani. Yeah. And Gwen Stefani we trust. I'm, I'm just <laughs> so patient. I'm, I'm conscious. You have so much passion. I do. Time. I'm so I'm conscious of the time. We should yeah. play the new single, shouldn't we? We should play the new single, what do you think? Because we yeah. talk about it when we come back. Yeah. How does that sound? Because people will be like, you talk too much, Cole. And, uh, <laughs> we don't play enough music. Uh, yeah. Too ADHD. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what are we playing? The, the new single. The new single. Um, what was the name of the new single? I, believe, I, can't I believe we named it Stranger Within. Stranger Within. Complicated. Right. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, we've got it. Yeah, we do have it. That's right. Parasite is the angsty one. Yeah. yeah. Isn't yeah. it? That's, that's <laughs> just me screaming. It's all car. queued up, ready to go. Right. Yeah. Here we go. So this is going to be Stranger Within from Teal Sky. You're on Expanding Horizons. That one again. Why does it do that? Yeah, you can do it here on Plains FM. There it is. There it is. There it is. When your pain will lies, they are just trying to disguise out. Can you see through all the divide? Both your fucking worlds collide in the space inside this waterfall's world.
You're listening to Stu and Cole. Right here on Ototahi Zone, Plains FM 96.9. Yes, you're listening to Stu and Cole, and we do the show live every Saturday between 3 and 4, and it sure shows today, doesn't it, Cole? <laughs> it's, it's sure. Yeah, yeah. If you've never tuned in before, you're like, man, they make some mistakes. Is that their first show? But no, no. it's their 413th. But also, like, we don't care, because if you think you can do better, you come and get a show on Plains FM yeah, and do period. it. Period. Like, come and have yeah. a go if you think you're hard game. enough. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Do well, it. We're, we're in the studio. But in the studio, yeah, Teal, <laughs> yeah, and Teal Sky. And that was their latest release, Stranger Within, which was cool. How yeah, good cool. is it? And it they should, you should get onto YouTube and watch the video. Mm. I'm loving the video. Mm. I was mm. just going to say to you, right, I'm watching the video and I'm thinking to myself, and you might, do you know Amel and the Sniffers? <gasps> and I'm thinking, is this Amel and the Sniffers or what? Because I'm thinking... I don't, I don't think Bex knows who they are. No. no. She just took her headphones off and disbelief. If anyone's got a defib, you need to bring it in here no, now because I think she's in the corner having a seizure. Yeah, so no. we performed at Loons and after we performed Suck My Kiss, a person came up to me and literally was like, you, you <laughs> New Zealand version of her. And I, I actually nearly cried. If you, oh, there you go. I haven't. Educate me, please. Oh, all right. Well, so the Australian. Yeah. I was going to say before that, mm. you were rattling off your list before of everybody that you've seen. Right, we didn't okay. have quite enough time within the three minutes. Yeah. Have, have you, you haven't seen Emil and the Sniffers, though, have you? No, I haven't. No, because no. they've never been here, have they? Never been here. No. No. You and, saw Teal Sky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Teal Sky, which is the better yeah, version. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So um, anyway, sorry, Cole, I interrupted. No, no, no. I was just mm. going to say when I watched the video, I was oh. like, "Yeah, this is, this is, yeah." <laughs> this is a local version. That's awesome. Well, thank you. Mm. Um, judging by Bex's reaction, it's my confidence. <laughs> no, I think you really. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, that really. Does we've mean we've a lot. played a little bit of. We've been, we've been playing for a couple of years. Yeah, we have. Yeah. She's like pretty much like Australian Courtney Love. She gets up there in like booty shorts and literally just a sports bra, and she will just do it. And she is like jumping off everything and yeah. I she's hardcore punk she's hardcore yeah. I just salute yeah she's great she kind of looks like well I think she has she's punched people out yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. she's like about two foot tall yeah, yeah. about six foot, foot tall. on the inside yeah, yeah. So, I, think. I feel so that yeah so yeah definitely um <laughs> Anvil and the sniffers. So that's she's like a spirit animal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I awesome. promise I'm nice, guys. I wouldn't punch anyone. <laughs> so, so the new single. So, so quickly, I'm, I'm conscious of the time, but so how long has it been out? And um, what was the kind of process you you guys getting it together? Yeah, you're better with dates than me. It's been out for three. Months. December thirteenth. December yeah, thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. so I was, was thinking it was way back then because yeah. um, that was the first time I think you emailed us and then yeah. and, and we've been building to this ever since over Christmas and all that. Thank Absolutely. you so much again for chucking us on. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all good. So great, there, appreciate it. How long did it take you to kind of put it together, and what was the writing the recording process for you? Song came out of me. Um, I was. <clears throat> seeing a few mates, um, both of which were having a very similar hard time, but they were both all just very, very teary, very upset, and a lot of emotions flying around the room. Um, so I was there for a few mates, and then um, they were just sort of explaining to me what had gone on, and they were in quite severe relationships with facing alcoholism and just quite abusive relationships and things like that. And I spent a good six hours with them. You know, we had a few beers and just sort of getting all the feelings out, and. Um, I went home and normally I go home and I'm like, yes, when I write a song and I end up just playing video games or, you know, just, just you know, procrastinating. Um, and I started playing games and I'm like, I just turned and looked at my guitar and I'm like, nah. Got off, sat down. About 20 minutes I had the lyrics written. 
um, and just tweaked a few things and started singing a wee melody. That's sort of the process with me is like I'll have lyrics or I'll have a riff or something and then go on back and forth and then um, had the rough idea. Took it to this fantastic girl, um, and then she put her flair yeah, on it. it yeah, yeah, she put her flair on it. She understood what the song was about, as we've done with all our song the songs that we've written so far. We sort of have like a wee presentation, and um, literally, and then yeah, and then we took it to the band, and the band were like, "Yep, that's that's popping." And mm-hmm. then they put their own touch to it. And then we added um, this cool wee instrumental interlude in between the chorus and the verse oh, to give so it separation sad. and then the song was out and then we had um then we had that that we had that done in lockdown in a week really oh. um which was cool and <clears throat> it was it was nice it was one of those short wee songs that doesn't that, that they don't need they just work it's quite simple like the structure of the song is very very simple so um but it came together with some nice complexity really which was quite cool so um the recording process um just always have to shout out to um well for one shout out to saltbox studios mm-hmm. for help because you mm-hmm. played flown away um simon and the team there are amazing but also jack uh, at Moonbase records wow. now if you guys don't know where that is it's attached to the dark room um there's actually a recording yeah, studio yeah, right. yeah 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 um so we had a, a, a fantastic process working with him at Soulbox, he helped record us too. He was our engineer, mm-hmm. um, and then at Moonbase, and we really feel like we captured the essence of the song. Um, you asked about recording process, so we recorded that live, um, and then we found that was our best, our best take. So we um, we all, all put it down on our instruments, um, and then I was slightly unhappy with a bit of my guitar, um, so we then re-recorded that on top, and then once we, we had that done, we were like, cool, um, yeah. Because so. I was going to ask you, you know. When the song's in your head and you've and you've done it, and then Bex has done her magic on it, right? <laughs> you know when you're recording, you go, "Yeah, that's exactly it," or you know that point where you go, "We've got to stop now because mm. this is it." Mm. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, and that, that's a it's a curse sometimes for fans <laughs> to keep adding, keep yeah, adding yeah. layers, um, and that's something that we we're very. I think actually more than any other song, we we're quite mindful of here. Yeah. You know, we we're putting in vocal overdubs and certain little guitar sp- spots and trying to make it sound more than what it really should be. Mm. Um, I think that's that's the hard part. It's very easy to like hear the song that you've heard for twenty years, but you know, like you know, say like it's an Eagle song, or whatever. But you, then you go through their process in the studio. Are they sitting there going like, oh my god, we need to mm. put more? cowbell and you know yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> so that's experience of years of playing music yeah. as well isn't yeah. it and knowing the other person as well yeah you know and i wonder i was going to say to you you know when you're out um when you're playing this live are you or are you always trying to chase that sound that you got or you're just like nah, no we do it Bex is like shaking her head at me ferociously yeah. i did it really low the other week yeah. for some reason we, it was fun we, we, <laughs> take, <laughs> we take our tunes and tip them on the head a lot of the time yeah, you know, right. we might jam into it we might have some um, like Bex might have some dialogue and then we just the instrument the instruments are all just having this big ethereal build up sort of thing so it's and then and then how it comes out on stage might be a bit more reserved or a bit more mm. intense and raw you know um, yeah. than to how it is on the record so the, the point of our point of our tunes when they're on Spotify is here is our song here is our sound yeah. you like the song fantastic come see us then when you come see us that's when we yeah. give you the treats that's know? when we're going to so actually show it that's, where, that's yeah. what we get off doing is playing for people so talking yeah. about um, gigs and playing so if you got some um, if people are sitting at home listening to this and thinking hey I'm liking the sound of this <laughs> where am I going to go and actually see them 
where will it I'm, be? I mean, that's pretty funny that we've been talking so much about the dark room because uh, the dark room. Oh, no, okay. surprise! <laughs> yeah, it's still sky sponsored by the yeah, dark room. We're sponsored by the dark room. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is actually going to be um, what we're doing because we're just trying to make a really big emphasis this year on just like every time we do a gig, it's really impactful. Like, there's a really big reason like why we're doing it. We're just going to bring the flavour, like bring the energy, and like real cool, fun set lists. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Tim's going to and we'll be like ah. Um, and oh, so is he going to turn up with the set list? You're going to go. Hey, we're going to play this one. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Quickly get out the back and learn that. We'll go. <laughs> I'll do it. We'll improv the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, so it's gonna. It's looking like um, April. The date's not 100% confirmed yet because it's looking mm. to be a fun little kind of mysterious type ah. of thing. But um, it's in a collaboration with our dear friend um, Aiden, who's got this clothing label called OCDC. Um, and so we're actually working directly like with him doing collabs, which is really cool. And he's actually made us merch, mm, um, which is of us. And it's weird. Holy moly, we're so blown away and we're so appreciative. Like, we just are like, oh my gosh. And so it's going to be a very fun night of selling this merch and then also us performing and then somebody else performing. It's just going to be like, fuck you, Ototahi. I don't know. Like, what else do you say? Like, oh. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's going to be in April. So, we're, we're, so people who are thinking, oh, I'll get my um, calendar out for April sometime, where will they April. find out about? where will they find out about this gig? Where could they kind of track you down it's not set, it's not it's not really set in stone is it um, no, the but, actual show, know, but if, if they want all to their us, other stuff where were they going to find out about yeah, tilt sky uh, happenings our instagram, instagram and our facebook are the two biggest ones but the instagram mainly tilt and that's sky with s-k-i-e yeah yeah i thought it was ski for so long and we get that we will get that for the remainder of our careers um but yeah s-k-i-e dot Wave, w- yeah. W-A-V. So that's yeah. on Instagram. On Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah. And, and um, then if you just type in just on, like, Google, on Facebook, like, on anything, if you literally just type in Teal Sky, like, and, and all link flood. tree. Yeah, all yeah. our stuff articles and everything are all on Google and stuff. So we, yeah. yeah, we update it, like, weekly. So what we will be doing in March, like, when we, like, find out the dates, like, mm. then we'll be, like, promoing it quite hard and then the date will get dropped and we'll be like, ha-ha, we told you we're coming to the dark <laughs> yeah, yeah, in April. That's, that's <laughs> excellent, excellent. Get along. Yeah. Hey, um... I know you've been keen to play it, Stu. Do you want to play Parasite? <laughs> yes. Yeah. On the fifth, fifth try. Just, I'm just thinking about time. Can we squeeze it in? I'll make oh, a massive disclaimer. So. I, this is not the band. This was me by myself in the car. It's all right. It's oh, right. way better. Yeah, we've got time because it's only 10 minutes 51, right? So oh, we, we can, oh, yeah, we can do it. You can play a bit and then <laughs> fade it down, huh? If it works, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll just click there. I'd be amazed if it doesn't play. Me in my parents' driveway. Oh,
Let's turn some mics on. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing it all, Stu. You're doing a good job. You're with mate. Stu and Cole, and that was parasite. Your shoulders must hurt from carrying the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, right. That's right. That's right. And you've, you've been trying to play that all I've, afternoon. I've, I've, I have played it. Yeah, when I was supposed to be playing something else. Yeah, no, no, no. It's that was cool. I like that. Stu, my hat's off to you because you've done an amazing job over there. It's really good. Well, thanks, Cole. Yeah, yeah. Warm cool. fuzzies in the studio. Yeah, yeah. And um, we've got um, Tim and Max mm. from Teal Sky here in the studio. Yeah, and we're going to have to wrap it up, Cole. We're going to just in case it. you're going to ask some more questions. I'm not going to, but I'm going to say thanks. <laughs> thanks very much. For everything <laughs> was awesome. And you'll be back, back later on oh, in the we'll year. Definitely be back. You know. Yeah, I was just going to say the Firebird and um, oh, Rob the Firebird. Did, the Rob did send me. He's on drums. We're not going to do that. Where where are they? I'm just looking, Stu. I'm just looking. Don't hassle me, man. You're hassling me. Hassling me. Yes. They are the famous grouse tonight from 8:30 with Zoe on the drums, and then the Leafville pup tomorrow from two. Nice. Wait, is this sign of the Firebird? Yeah, yeah sign of the Firebird. Great colours, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah awesome. Do you know, Ring. Rob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I shook his hand once. Yeah, I saw him at the Ring Yorka show like five years ago. Oh, yeah. still kicking around. Yeah, yeah. And I just happened to see them at all these other country pubs that I seem to be at at the time. <laughs> see, <That's> like, yeah. <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere. I love that. They're everywhere. Yeah, Tim yeah, takes yeah. his hat off to you, Rob. Right. Yeah. While we're right. giving a shout out to them, I just want to give out a, sh- a shout out to Jamie who's listening. Hey, yeah. Jamie. Yeah. Good Shout on you, out mate. Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And Bex, your mum. Oh, yeah, mum, if you're listening. Love you, mum. Love <laughs> you so much. <laughs> mum would have stuck in for the whole yeah. show. Mm. And Kenzie. Kenzie might have. Well, she's actually the fifth secret member oh, of the right. Teal Sky. Mm. Teal Sky. Right. Tambourinist. Tambourinist. <laughs> right. Right. It's probably time. Yeah, well, so thank you for coming Dan, in. Thank you very much. Thanks thank so you very much. We'll so see much. you again later in the year. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. So from Cole and from me, Mr. Feisty. And you won't get that, Cole, but I did it, Jamie. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time we got up, got down, and got outside. And we'll see you later. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>